Our mission is to serve. To have the lowest number of customer complaints. Our first responsibility is to the We haven't mentioned nurse. anything about integrity. That's what it's all about. We're providing entertainment solution. Changing corporate America, one owner at a time. This is The Darren Martin Show. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Kevin Burgess, the astounding, amazing co-host Kevin Burgess, is not here with me today. So, I've actually got a uh, back-to-back with the great Dean Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Yes. Dean, you are an author. You are a speaker. You are... Uh, I'm a father. Got a two father. Beautiful daughters, husband. Okay, you are an actor. Yes, I've, I've, I have that as a historical. You are a singer. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and how do people find you, by the way, if they're looking for the the great Dean Lindsay? Uh, DeanLindsay.com, of course, and then uh, I'm pretty active on uh, Facebook, uh, either a Dean Lindsay actor, speaker, uh, coach, or uh, Dean Lindsay and the Ambassadors Royale, which is the rock band. Okay, so and it's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. That is right. Okay, and you got to spell my name right, by the way, if you're looking for me, it's D-A-R-E-N. Mm-hmm. None of this double R business. Right. So I actually posted a picture flashback with uh, the two Darrens that I know in Dallas, Darren Ryan, at least uh, I, know, I know more than that, but uh, and Darren Squires, and uh, they're both double R Darrens, as they say, and... Darren Squires used to tell people, he still tells people when we're out, like uh, when we were kids, you had to pay by the letter and Darren's parents couldn't afford the extra R. That's good. No, it's not good, Dean. It's obnoxious. And besides that, it's just not even true. And because I my parents spell my name properly, they're just and there's frugal. not as many. They're frugal. They don't need they're, the other R. Say for your education. What's the why do you waste the money yeah, on the other R? Right. Exactly. It's superfluous. Why waste the money? It's big, just showing off. It's just the other show- R is just freaking showing off, man. You don't need that R. Well, it's here's pretentious. A, I, here's the thing. I don't know if I've talked about this on a podcast, but this is this is really the case. These days you want to name your kids something out there or spell it out there because then you get to own all the social media. I mean, if you're Mike Smith, like, uh, can you get a Twitter account? No, mm. not with Mike Smith. You can't. I'm going to get a, a Facebook page. No, I'm, you're just SOL on any kind of social media. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, ha- we're having another kid and I'm, I'm naming it no matter if it's a boy or a girl. Boom. Shakalaka. Boom. Shakalaka. Okay. Uh, you know, or dump truck. How would that be? I'm sure that's taken. <laughs> Well, you're probably right on social media. Okay. I, knew, I, I, I knew a guy. His first name was Brock. His last name was Lee. Brock Lee. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Oh, that's ridiculous. Were his parents just not thinking when they named him? What was Unfortunately, that I think they were totally thinking. I think they were just thinking very selfishly. And I think there's many other vegetables that you could name your child after <laughs> that would not hinder their their uh, personal development. I, you think I, it hindered his personal development? I would want to. Be, I want to be like zucchini or squash. Zucchini. Yeah. Zucchini. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I I like broccoli. Actually, I'm a, I'm a fan. Where he was a good guy. He was fans, a nice guy. Yeah. He was he a really was a nice, nice guy. guy. Well, so I'm you sure, knew him too. You, you like <laughs> broccoli? You know him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, I did not know broccoli. I, meant so I thought the, you said you dislike broccoli. Ta- I was talking about the vegetable. The vegetable. No, no, he's doing well. He's not a vegetable. He's doing fine. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I'm happy to hear. He is fine. He, he was in that wreck, <laughs> and he was in a coma for a little bit, but he's fine. And you he's obviously totally also do comedy. Me? What is it you don't do, Dean Lindsay? I don't, I don't dance well. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. 
and taxes. I have somebody do my taxes. (laughs) All right. I do delegate really well. Those are the things that Dean is bad at. I can make a list. I got more things. That's my wife. I I got a list. A big list, She's I'm sure. List. She, what, we're going to have her in here as a guest, and the whole show is going to be about what I don't does even hear Dean about it anymore. Do She's well. come to terms with it. Okay, so on the last episode of the Darren Martin Show, we talked about the Progress Challenge, the book you wrote, and I, let's go back way, way, way back to the dinosaur age. Your first book you put out was called? Cracking the Networking Code, Four Steps to Priceless Business Relationships. Okay. And you speak on that a fair amount and yeah. uh, a lot, a lot, yeah. and, the, and the prior challenge as well. So, but what, what made you write a book on networking? Well, I knew it was a book I could finish. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. And I knew it was, I knew it was needed and I could add something a little new to the, to the dialogue about networking. Um, I had written a whole bunch. I'd written a program around networking in the, from a sales perspe- perspective, and it was called Trotting Dog Networking. And the, the title of that came from the old Russian proverb, the trotting dog gets the bone. Did you, have I you ever d- heard that? I have not heard that. Which uh, is why proverb. I did not keep that title. I yeah. did not keep that title. Nobody was going to care. Nobody was going to care. Yeah. So I kept the information, and um, uh, really, but honestly, really wanted to be able to introduce my concept of the six piece of progress, and then have a book I could finish. There was there's so many books, like even the Progress Challenge. I mean, a lot of the stuff that was that I already had rolling in my head around, you know, what they ended up in the Progress Challenge. I wasn't ready. It, I mean, that was just a bigger brain thing to get my head around. But I knew the topic of networking. I could I could start and stop because my goal was not to write a book. My my goal was to have a book. Okay, so most uh, boy, we could get into that. Uh, as a, like as customer service, how do you author. finish writing a book on customer service? Okay. Either you say either you say care, and it's, so it's one word, care. Yes. Or when do you freaking stop? When do you say push print? Okay, so I'm kind of curious, uh, folks listening to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a word, and when I say the word, I want you to either either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down as to how you feel. That's about not this gonna word. be good radio no, thumbs up and thumbs down be awesome. it's gonna be really Wait. bad radio okay are you ready networking i have to tell you uh okay well i'll give you a little of my story so i ran my own business for 20 years 10 years ago went through a divorce and started a whole new career path got out there and so i was back in the networking world when i had had my own gig going didn't need to you know do so much of that and i was hitting up every networking event i can uh, I remember my very first client came from sitting in a Starbucks for 45 minutes and I'm watching this lady in there and all of these people are coming over to her. Everybody who came in that Starbucks went and talked to the great Jan Ritchie. And so I finally walk over to her. Jan is a uh, Keller Williams her and her husband, Tom. Uh, you know, they've, they've got great, she's, great she's business going. You introduced me to her. She's fantastic. So I go over to Jan and I said, Hey, I don't know you, but everybody else seems to. I'm starting a business. I'd love to buy you a cup of coffee. And boom, it was you know off and running. So that's networking. Yes, that's networking. But these days, because I'm kind of in a little different place, I'm still networking. I'm probably networking a little in a little different way, a little different level. So yeah, I go into some of those events where people are walking around and hey, I'm a this or I'm a that, and it's exhausting. That's not, that's to not me. networking. Though. That's that's somebody trying to sell somebody something or position themselves. I mean, network- and when you get a room full of people doing that, it can oh, it can be a be beat no, down. No networking is really gotten a bum rap, and I I do understand why. When I went into my very first networking function, I walked in the room. I was probably about uh, you know twenty five yards from this one person, and I could see him sit and notice me. He made a beeline straight to me, and he said, "Do you got vinyl siding?" And I said, no, sir, I don't have vinyl siding. He said, you need it. Here's my card. And he didn't just hand me his card. He actually put his card into my coat pocket. Oh, my word. And if you you go 
into my closet and you find that coat, you'll probably find that card. <laughs> Last thing. How do I my, know? My house will not be hard to find. It's the one without vinyl siding. <laughs> okay. you see, it was net- such a turnoff. So pushy. Net- networking is not selling anything else but yourself. And networking is not meeting people. There's a big difference between met and net. Okay. So I want to talk about this more when we come back because I'm, I'm pretty fascinated with the subject. But what did I do yesterday when I saw you at that event? I walked you ignored up and me. I asked if you spoke if if you had a vinyl siding, and then I think I stuck a, a card in your pocket. Yeah, and I want to talk to you about vinyl siding because I've thought about it again. I want to get it now. You want to get it now? Yeah. Okay, now that I'm selling it. All yeah. Right. Okay, we come back more with the great Dean Lindsay on cracking the networking code. More of the Darren Martin Show coming up. And we're back. This is Darren Martin. And Dean Lindsay. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read a couple of uh, quotes off the back of your book, endorsements. Awesome. You can't, this is your book, Cracking the Networking Code, Four Steps to Priceless Business Relationships. So you can't achieve your best without learning the all-important art of connecting. Let this lively guide inspire you to reach out to others. Ken Blanchard. That was cool. That is cool. This is a book that everyone will wish they read 20 years ago. I did read it 20 years ago. (laughs) Dean's Code reminds me of every successful person I know. What tremendous asset it would be if we could only memorize all of the quality pointers in this book. Frank Bracken, president and COO Hagar. 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 Hagar Clothing Company. You remember the cartoon strip? Hager, mm-hmm. Hager. Yeah, I couldn't get, I couldn't get it to him. Yeah, I couldn't get help. Anyway, so we we were talking about networking before we went. What is the difference between uh, Michael Kerrigan talks about being interested or being interesting? What do you think is more important? Oh, interesting is much more important than being interested. It's way more important to be interesting. No, it's very much, it's much more, more important to be interested. In other people, you yeah. just said interesting. I could have sworn you said interesting. Okay, then I I I, I wasn't saying that correctly okay it's much more important to be interested in other people than to try to be interesting to them and i can give you a lot of reasons for that for one thing it's the only thing you can guarantee you are you can't guarantee you're interesting oh yeah i can you know you might think you are i am i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention you weren't interesting no you are actually and nothing really applies to you darren anything the rules are not they don't apply they don't apply oh yeah okay i got you i'm with you okay but for everybody else everybody else everybody else well the thing is that that it's that for one thing you need to learn something about that other person and you're not going to learn it if all you're doing is trying to be interesting to that person okay but we all feel that pressure of you know i was talking to a ex-girlfriend who had gone out with a very wealthy man let's just say and this guy was right now Everybody knows it. I mean, this is one of those, you know, people that it's uh, he's just obvious that he's been very successful. But for some compelling reason, he felt necessary at dinner to just go through all of the cool stuff about him. And it's like, you know, it was very off putting. I've yeah. had more than one girl tell me this, that when, you know, guys pulling out, here's what I have. Here's what I do. Here's what my thing is. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's just awkward. Yes. Okay. 
versus being actually interested in the other person. Oh, and the same is true in any kind of a networking setting. Everybody's milling around. I got to close some business. I need to tell do people what I do. Do not go networking if you need lunch money. Okay. Well, then how are you going to get lunch money? Well, you should have thought about that about six weeks ago when you started networking. Then, if you, if I mean, you cannot go desperate. For People business. smell desperate. Man, you can't do that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not going to work. So you've got. You, it's not going to work. Yeah. So I, I talked to my uh, talk this morning about showing up, the way people show up to relationships, the way they show up to work, and you've got to bring your a game when you're walking into a setting. And by a game, I don't mean. Uh, ooh, look at me! I got all this cool stuff, but a certain level of energy about. Well, do you want to be in relationships with, um, you know, people that feel like they got it going on? Yes. Well, guess who they want to be in relationships with? People they feel people has- who don't, so that they feel better <laughs> about themselves. Not the right, no, not the people that you're really talking about, I and mean, the people that really. I mean, everybody has something they can continue to to gain and improve, but you've really got to believe that you can help other people and. Um, that goes right back to you know how to position yourself in such a way that they see you as somebody they want to build a relationship with, and they're going to want to build relationships with people that think they're interesting, that are interested in their lives and their challenges and their um, uh, desires or goals or dreams or you know w- whatever's shaken with them. Yeah, I, and this goes all the way back to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That when you are treating people in a way you like to be treated, they're going to like it. Yeah. I mean, you know. And you're never going to figure that out if all you're doing is trying to force them your resume in some kind of a you know networking thing. Okay. So some of the worst networking uh, experiences you've had, you already shared one of them, or biggest mistakes people make when they're out there networking. Give me give me a couple of those. I don't even know if you have those in the book. You may just have to make these up on the fly. Yeah. You? I would say probably has to do Making with, you work. Yeah. Um, I Well, I would say it probably has to do with business cards. You know, just handing business cards and thinking that's that you've accomplished something. Yeah, and giving somebody a card does not mean squat. No, absolutely not. No, it's much. If if it came down between like you and I just connected, it's much more much more important for me to get your card, right? Than it is for me to give you my card. Yes, because if I give you my card, I, I have your, really cool cards. Yeah, I, I, that's why I want it. Yeah. Um, but then I know what I'm going to do with the card. I'm going to be proactive and and you know follow up or what I call the next step. But if you have the card, I don't know what is going to happen. So okay. so you know people go to networking functions and they you know, want to want to want to push cards around. Well, those cards are probably in the trash or or never nothing ever proactively happens. Well, think about it. how many times do we exchange cards and nobody's proactive when really all you need is one person with the other person's card that's going to be proactive. We heard yesterday fifty percent of the time uh, both cards end up in the trash and seventy five percent of the time one of those cards. Ends up but see, the, the reason for that is is because during that There's connection, no connection, there was there was yeah during yeah. that meeting there was no connection. All right, so I had a I, I was going to tell you the story in the break. I'm just going to tell you on air right now. But oh. I I went to this uh, three day training thing recently. It was really cool, and I uh, brought some of my books. So I had a company of owners with me and kind of gave them out to you know strategic uh, folks and just kind of whoever was curious and interested. It's a smart and thing to do. So I don't know how this guy got my number, but I get a call last night, 9:45. I kind of went to bed early and had an early start today and had to speak uh, this morning on a company of owners. And so How'd this, that go? How'd your speech it go? Went fantastic, dude. It was. I loved out. it. Yes. Yes, it Again? was really good. Again. So I, this guy calls me up. I don't know who he is. And he says, hey, you know, I was at the event and I saw that, you know, you wrote a book and I'm just kind of want to know, how did you do that? 
how do you write a book? I'd be calling up a builder and saying, hey, I just, you know, it's 945 night. Can you tell me how to build a house? You know, at any rate, so we start having this conversation and I'm like, okay, you know, let's, because I really do try to help people and, you know, as you say, fiddle forward, but help people advance, right? So I'm talking to this guy and I said, uh, I, we get into this conversation. I said, so by the way, you keep talking about the book. I actually put two books out, Whiteboard and A Company of Owners, but I didn't tell him that. I said, you keep talking about the book. Which, which book are you talking about? Well, um, you know, uh, the book. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know, but I put a couple out, so I'm just kind of curious which which book you're talking about. Well, and I don't know if he was Googling or what, but finally he pops out whiteboard, which is kind of weird because that's the hand-drawn, handwritten one, right? I mean, that's cool, a, a little unique. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be hard to, uh, well, it wouldn't be hard to replicate, but whatever. So anyway, so I said, hey, well, listen, um, I, I said, have, have you read either of them? And he's like, well, no. And I said, okay, so let's do this. Why don't you get those and read them? And then if you want to call back and have some specific questions about them, they'll be, you know, happy to help you. But this guy didn't even go to the trouble of, you know, if he'd called up and said, hey, listen, you know what? I read your book. If he'd shown some sort of interest or some sort of, hey, I read your book. I'm really curious. I would love to sit down with you and have coffee. But it was just kind of like, you know, invading into your world. And that's happened so often in a networking type setting. Yes. Yes. I don't give a rip about you. I just want you've got something. Uh, that I need, which is typically your money in a mm-hmm. networking setting. And I, I'm, I'm going to try to, yeah, or your contacts. Hey, you know. Networking, if you're done right, takes, takes really networking, which is really equals building priceless business relationships, takes patience and persistence. Patience and persistence. Okay, let's start with that when we come back uh, from this break. And then we're also going to do I'm a fan. So be thinking about what you're a fan of. Don't go anywhere. More Darren Martin is next. Come on out and dance if you get the chance. We're gonna spill. This is the Darren Martin Show. And this is Darren Martin. That's good, since yeah. it is the Darren Martin Show. That's a, that's a whole lot of ACDC today. Uh, my son, by the way, who uh, records your music, true or not true? That is true. And is Jordan Martin a uh, sound engineering genius or a sound engineering genius? Well, you kind of busted me because you said what you're going to be a fan of, and that's exactly what I was going to say, Mr. Jordan Martin. Oh, yeah. Did I really? Yeah. Okay, now you got to come up with another one, but you're a fan of Jordan Martin. Oh, most definitely. I'm a huge fan of Jordan Martin. He's Yeah, he's, Jordan. Jordan's a, a, a musical guru, producer, uh, play all the instruments, but if it weren't for, wouldn't, for Jordan... Um, uh, Dean Lindsay and the Ambassadors Royale wouldn't have the the great start that we're having. That's you know somebody was talking about uh, company of owners the other day and the, the whole deal. It's got fantastic content, but Tamra, who laid that book out when I first got her look at what she had done with that book, I almost cried. And so when somebody can take your work and convert it into your vision, yeah. And just kind of get it, you know? So I imagine when you heard some of those songs for the first time, like, wow, totally nail it. Uh, yeah. By the way, quick hit, Jordan did some uh, some early for some demos for a lady. She's up in Nashville. She's kind of a big deal. And the guitar player for uh, James Taylor, maybe, somebody like that, was going to go do the real tracks. And he listened to them said, nah, these uh, I can't top this. This is great. And no. the same with uh, Willie Nelson's harmonica player. 
heard Jordan's stuff on there. He goes, eh, we don't need to redo this track. This is uh, this is flawless. Yeah, so. no, he's doing some really really great stuff. Okay, so here's some here's some. Uh, I, I'm going to give you five. Uh, these are t- these are chapters out of your book, cracking the networking code. By the way, you're giving a special deal if people listen to the show and they call you. Yes, you get to, you get to call me on the cell phone and you you call me uh, at two one four four five seven five six five six my cell number and you say Darren rocks. I will. Um, uh, well, the book's usually fifteen ninety five plus shipping. How about ten bucks including shipping? That's awesome. <laughs> I thought you were going to like, uh, you know, just yeah, call me on the phone. 214-457-5656 and say Darren rocks. Okay. You're going to have millions of people now calling your cell phone. I hope you're okay with that. Yep. All right. So come on, jump in. The water's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get to pick one of these five. Uh, six degrees of practice, conquering the fear of networking. Hmm. Um. Overlooked networking strategies and twenty quick tips for delivering solid first impressions. Which one do you want? Go. I'm going to do the six degrees of practice. Okay, let's talk about that. Um, You're big on the six degrees of P thing. Well, that's a separate. Six degrees of, of practice is similar to the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You remember that? Yeah. Remember that game? Yeah. Um, and I even put in there how I'm pretty. I'm like three three steps away from Kevin Bacon. We can talk about that yeah, later. Okay. Or it's in the book. Um, but six degrees of practice is really the fact that, that yes, it's always said that, that, they, that every person knows around 250 people, which means everybody can introduce you to 250 other people, and that we are connected within about six degrees to pretty much anybody on the planet. But the challenge to that is, is, is not that we couldn't um, make it in six steps. It's what's the motivation of person number three introducing you to person number four and helping you make that transition. That's why I talk about it. it's not It's not just about... Could they? It's will they, and they will if they see that it's beneficial for the next person that you're that you're connected to. And then the the reason I call it six six degrees of practice is a lot of people think they can just go into a networking function one time, and then when it doesn't you know lead to sales in a week, they blame the event, they blame the people there, and they don't realize that they weren't nearly as as uh, attractive. To um, and when I say attractive, I don't mean ooh la la. I want to smooch you. I mean ooh la la. I want to alter my Not life. Not that to there's anything you. wrong with that. No, and I'm 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 sure it's working for you fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So you want to talk about that? Is that what we're talking about no, now? That's not what we're How's talking about. How's that working? It's, it's working just fine. Is it? Tell me yeah, what's happening. It's, uh, it's going huh? great. It's what's happening? Awesome. No, huh? we're not kidding. Let me, let me so open up a little book. You got a little black book I can open up and name out a couple uh, of chapters? No. Uh, no, I don't. So when I started my first <laughs> business, I got in my car. 214-457-5656. <laughs> if you have anything to say about Darren Rock's, his... his, his <laughs> I don't know what to say. It his scene. Ex, ex, his scene. Okay, exactly. Dean. So uh, when I first started my first business, that was too many first. I was driving around in my car with business cards. I mean, I did this the hard way. I go cold call, did the whole deal. I think if you want to be really, really a great communicator, salesperson, you have to cold call, right? That's just the game. And I had a gal who came to work for me years later after I'd built this business. Told me, oh yeah, I tried marketing for a couple of months, but it didn't work. <laughs> just maybe I was looking at her with this stunned look on my face, like. You see the place you're standing in right now. How do you think this happened? This right. did not happen with that. I had attitude. a conversation just 
before I came here was somebody talking about how the best article they'd read in LinkedIn in six months was an article called Networking Doesn't Work. And then, but the lady, the woman talking to me, I had met networking. Oh, So I was like, what are you talking about? How do you, and so then we had to get into this thing about networking events versus galas or versus association events. I was like, all that is networking. Yes. All that is networking. Yeah. Now, where you do your networking That's makes a, a big difference, big right? Difference. Because it's, it's it's just like uh, you know, if you're trying to pick up uh, uh, your significant other at two in the morning at a bar somewhere, some dive bar, it, it may or may not happen. But if you're hanging out at an art gallery or you know, something along those lines, the caliber of people that you're going to meet right. is going to be a different deal. You know, that's, well, that's what I even talk about uh, in Cracking the Networking Code. I lay out um, a bunch of questions you need to ask yourself. It's in the O part of it, the C, the O, the D, and the E, but the O stands for open face-to-face relationships. But that doesn't mean you just run out there and start connecting with people. It means you really tactically look at what are you trying to accomplish through networking and, and who do you need to connect with that can help you reach those goals, and then where do those people congregate? Yes, and some people make the big mistake of sizing people up and deciding you can't help me you can't help me i've had so many situations where i just treated a person that you know just face value probably they're not going to hire me to speak pay you know some big deal they're not going to buy books they're not going to well guess what it turned out that they know somebody who knew somebody who or that their dad or their mom or their you know best friend or brother's you know ceo of a big company and all of a sudden boy it's you know it's off and running now yeah i don't do that for that reason but i think you got to treat everybody uh, with a certain level of respect and and you know it 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 comes back it comes back yep so okay we are winding down with episode two you're going to come back though right i would love At to come back point. with with kevin too okay so yeah well, i think we decided that you and kevin are going to do a show and i'm not going to be here just right. so. it's still the darren martin show and then oh, we will talk about boy. all your, your uh, scene da, 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 da. no no can we take not. callers can we take callers no we are not doing that okay so uh zach by the way is joining us because zach is filling in for kevin evelyn yeah and you do a podcast with Kevin. I do, yeah. Okay, I so co-host. we we do our little thing at the end of the show called I'm a Fan. I'm a Fan. So, Zach, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I'm a fan of automatic faucets in public bathrooms because those things amaze me. Used to be you have to turn a faucet. The other day I went into a bathroom, tried to turn on the turn, tried to turn on the water, didn't work, and then I realized, oh yeah, it's it's an automatic faucet. Don't don't have to. Just hold your hands there and it happens. Zach, that's really odd. Really? Yeah, no, not really. No. I had the opposite experience the other day. I went and was holding my hands in front and then realized it had the handles. Yeah, do that a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. okay, so I started to write a piece on this. I'm going to blog about this. Really? Because the little soap dispenser, how many times have you gone up and the soap or the water doesn't come on and you're s- right. s- sitting there doing that stew? I mean, <laughs> this cannot, this is a technology problem we have to be able to solve, right? Mm-hmm. I wave my hand, give me the paper towel, give me the water. I. I shouldn't have to beg for it, but okay, Dean, I'm a fan. Artofliving.org. Okay. Tell me about Art of Living real quick. Man, the the, the education that I learned from Art of Living as far as um, uh, centering myself and, and deep breathing and uh, the, the programs uh, have been tremendous. Okay. Uh, 170 countries. Well, big deal. Shri Shri. Yeah. Big deal. So I did an I, event with them. I haven't done the silent retreat yet, but I did the, the thing program. to the, yes, happiness program with the, and it turned out the Shri Shri Ravi Shankar was there, which was a big deal. And I didn't know that was a big deal. It's a big deal. But I was there when the Shri Shri was I there. I know. I hooked you up. Okay. I'm a fan of Moods of Norway clothing. I'm actually wearing their suit right now. Uh, and if I bought this jacket, because when you open up the jacket, it says made in Europe by really, really pretty blonde girls. 
They're out of Norway. I got one of those at home. Do you really? Yes, she's Swedish. Oh yeah, you do. You've got a really pretty blonde girl. So yeah. see, I don't. So uh, and I think I'm actually partial. She did knit me a sweater when we were dating back in the day. Yeah. So I I just love their clothes. They've got all these little flourishes and extra things on them. You know, if you peel up the collar in the back, there's actually a tractor that's embedded on there. They've got. I love branding. I love companies that try a little harder and uh, and and just go the extra mile that's a great to do one. something cool. So that's cool. All right. Well, that is a wrap, uh, Kevin Burgess. We miss you. Yeah. Uh, but it was great being on here with longtime friend. Thank you for Author having me. Dean Lindsay. More Darren Martin show later. For more information on the Darren Martin show, visit darrenmartin.com. That's D A R E N Martin.com. And get social with us on Facebook and Twitter.